Radio. But I only like 300. But he's one of the best. I at, still haven't really. He is one of I the need best. A, I need to rewatch Watchmen. Fuck that. I know you that. Wa- You like Watchmen. I know. I you. know. I know. Even even if it's the even if it's the half chub you get from watching Patrick Wilson because I get it too. Don't I worry. know? And I do. We do love Patrick mm. Wilson ever. I and I do like seeing the big blue dick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> don't give that guy a toothy blowjob. Oh, you no, chip no. his beef, he'll be pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> vaporize you i saw him do it in vietnam he just blew people up that's a four-hander i have to have my feet and my both my hands <laughs> on a, it yeah. like you know it's like you're you got a free solo that day. <laughs> welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. (laughs) And we are going to be doing our trailer park breakdown for three trailers that just dropped this week. So we got trailers for Cruella, which, uh, yeah. Me and Jay just absolutely love Emma Stone. Then we got the the new trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. And then, of course, uh, we have Mortal Kombat. So let's get started. Cut the beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but it's a new wave. We've been on since Twitch. God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know that the bass drop. First up, Jay, we got our girl, someone who I think both me and you are utterly enamored with, infatuated by, and... Mm. If I was given a hall pass, Lauren has a bunch of hall passes. Mm. I have none. That's a door that only goes one way. Mm. (laughs) Emma Stone would be on my hall pass. And uh, I definitely am looking forward to seeing her in Cruella. From the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. But I wasn't for everyone. I guess they were always scared that I'd be a psycho. (laughs) But a new day brings new opportunities. And I was ready to make a statement. the same girl i am woman hear me roar all right so this trailer uh it looks like this movie is going to be coming to disney plus i I think if i remember right this was a disney plus exclusive movie i I think it's always been coming to disney plus this has nothing to do really with the pandemic from what i understand but i'm not 100 percent on whether this is disney plus exclusive uh what what i've learned is that some things may be coming out in theaters internationally but on on streaming services here in the States because we're still more locked down than some other places because other places got their shit together long before we did and and beat the virus back and we were just like, nah, fuck it. 
We'll just wait for the vaccine. Let's fucking make out and not wear condoms, and <laughs> not wear masks and shit, and let's just fucking spread this shit yeah, everywhere. Let's let's go. Let's just be Florida. The United States of Florida. It's what we became during the pandemic, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, Cruella, the, Disney dropped the the trailer for this uh, with Emma Stone. And I, I, it's it's interesting because like, she's like this young fashionista in the 1970s in London during like the punk rock movement and stuff like that, which is different. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because it, it, I, you know. I don't know about the whole fashionista stuff. I, I don't know what she's doing in that world yet because she wasn't a fashionista she's a desi- in a couple shots. She's a designer and she wants her designs to be seen. But the main. I still don't understand the quote where unquote, the turn or why the turn happens. The quote unquote main villain of the series and stuff. I, I, I get the feeling like it's more of like a Devil Wears Prada, just if we're following okay. a bad guy instead of a nice person. Got it. Uh, Got where, it. Where, where she's a fashionista, she's a, she's a fashion designer and stuff and like she that. She looked good in the early shots. Shots. And she gets yeah. like, and her her designs get turned down by this uh, baroness, right, right, right. Um, of of the fashion world. Yes, and she turns to a life of crime where she meets her two idiotic partners in crime. Partners in crime. Her her henchmen. Essentially. Well, and, uh, well, Mark Strong is also in this movie, by the way. But Paul Walter Hauser is one of them, and Joel Fry is playing the other, Jasper and Horace. Right, and 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 these are two characters that you saw in in one hundred. Baroness is, of course, the ever so lovely Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, which I can't so wait. So we got for. two Loved Emmas. It. Oh, <laughs> the two um, Emmas. That's what it's. It's like two faces coin. <laughs> Either way, you flip it. <laughs> but what? What I'm actually kind of a little bit excited about is the director, uh, Craig uh, Giuseppe. He did I Tanya, Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, the finest. Uh, hours and million, you know, million dollar arms. So he has experience with Disney, but well, there is this. He discussion. is a great indie film director. And- there is this discussion that's going on with Disney, where it's like there's like this underground Disney movement, essentially, to take movies like this and give them to independent filmmakers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, we've seen and, the- and see what they can do. With Taika Waititi, we saw them with Thor and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, they, they did it with uh, Captain Marvel. Disney, well, well, Disney does spend a lot of time taking control over their productions and stuff like that there's also certain products where they put out there and they kind of let a a writer director team just kind of run with it and we've seen it we've seen it be successful um and i think disney is slowly starting to take steps back in that regard and Mm -hmm. i think you see it here however I, i i do see sort of like a producer influence all over this film and we'll get into that yes because there's definitely a vibe that they're going for and yes. it's a vibe that very much feels like shit we just got last year and yeah year 12 months ago <laughs> yeah, so, um but but no uh so I, I i do look i do look forward to this but you know one of the big differences between this and like a live action 101 dalmatians is that all took place in like it came out in the 1960s it very much takes place in like this golden age i guess you would say this post-war era this post uh, world war ii era uh but they're they're aging this up a little bit instead of instead of you know her being the mustache trolling villain that she was in the 1960s as corolla mm. they're 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 upping it to the 1970s and this is a prequel to 101 it dalmatians is. so that means 101 dalmatians will take place someplace in the late 70s early 80s um with 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 this which kind of completely changes changes the game because it's a completely different political climate in the 1970s than it was in the 1960s so it's it's going to be interesting how they play with that because it 
it, it almost feels like you know movies that like recently who have played with that time period really, like like Kong Skull Island and stuff like that sure. where it's like the music's going to be inspired by the 1970s the looks are going to be inspired by the 1970s and fashion is going to play a huge role in this because she's a fashionista trying yeah. to impress a fashion baroness yeah and I, and I think you know what's interesting with the tone I think it's the way that it needed to go if they wanted to make this successful, and I think it matches the character as well. It's also very clear that we're going to watch the descent of a villain, right? Because we we do see some photos on IMDb and elsewhere of Emma Stone with straight red hair and glasses, right? Like she's not... Yeah, like the girl next door to She's look. very much Anne Hathaway at the beginning of The Devil Wears Prada. Sure, and that's sure. one of the first influences on this. But by the time we get to the end, we get to the disheveled look, mm. the the heavy makeup, the the running the running mascara, the dirty hair. We're we're very much getting into the Joaquin Joker Phoenix. Yes. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, wow. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. Yes, the Joaquin okay. Joker Phoenix. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. But like in between there, <laughs> we're very clearly getting the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn as well. And it, it very much seems like uh, I feel like Disney sat on top of, of this director's shoulders and went like, hey, make it a little bit more birds of prey, a little less suicide squad, but don't go full Joker, but give me elements of Joker. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. Because all of those things were somewhat popular and we don't need this to be a smash hit, but we do need it to be somewhat popular. <laughs> <laughs> we need this to be a mild hit. That's exactly what a producer would say. Yeah. And 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 or in the studio. But it's true. I'm looking I mean, for candle hot. I don't need full <laughs> raging fire hot. But yeah. like ow though, ow, that's what I'm looking for. Mm. Go. <laughs> Cause that's the vibe. Like halfway through the trailer, I instantly saw some more action and color palette right. shots, and I'm like, whoa. That is a hundred percent birds of prey vibes right now. Right. And but also, there's like this very like Harley Quinn esque like exactly that's what I'm saying. This monologue anti- going through the whole trailer. Maybe not. Well, she, maybe not anti hero, obviously. Um, but a deconstruction oh, of a this, villain. This will 100 percent be an anti hero story because let's not forget wow. that the bones. You don't of this, get it from the trailer. The bones of this film are built off of Maleficent, which when you watch Maleficent, you find out that she wasn't the total baddie that you thought she was. She had her own motives, and remember that every villain is the hero of their own story. So. I, I don't think that this is going to be fully a villain story. I think that you're going to. Well, don't get me wrong. Well, I have to admit, I've never watched Maleficent. She'll be a, a bad guy. Duh. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, Eilish. that's a dad move right there. Just Ooh. singing a song that's about three Ooh. years old. That's only now, uh, you know, not popular. Documentary anymore. coming out soon. Yeah, on on uh, Apple TV. It is. It is. Uh, anyway, uh, now I, I I do fully think that she's going to be a bad guy, but I do think that they're they're going to give us a story that makes us root for her. It makes us her her you know us want to see yeah, her. Yeah, I'm intrigued. And then there's also this rumor that the Baroness's like estate is the estate that her two henchmen are in in 
101 Dalmatians that she she ruins her so much that she takes over everything that was hers and essentially takes her entire personality because we almost see her essentially steal that car the the, the car with devil as the license plate yep. and, and and that is the car she's driving in 101 Dalmatians so they're almost making it seem like she's essentially going to steal this identity of Corolla Deville you know she doesn't start that way but very much she's going to she's going to take what she wants and and she's going to make herself what she wants to be and there is something heroic in that you know in you know i want to be this thing but it wasn't in my cards from birth so i'm going to i'm going to do what it takes to become that thing yeah straight out of compton i I, it's hardcore (laughs) and i i to be honest i was a little shocked i told you i think beforehand this this before this trailer dropped i'm like this could be this looks flashy this looks poppy this looks really really bad or it could be a lot of fun and it looks like a lot of fun to me i like what i'm seeing right now i know that it's derivative and that's fine because if, if things don't take influences from other things how do we get anything new right like i talked about psycho gorman right it's taking influences from other places but it wound up being its own thing and fucking fantastic for it i don't know if corella will go quite to that level but it, it th- that doesn't mean that it can't take elements of other things and become successful a lot of things do that it's all it's all apples and oranges coming together and we're all fruit in the end we're all a little fruit <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying anymore man i'm just no, making, I'm no, just, making no, words. just going with the flow man I'm just making words just, with the flow, I'm just putting words together and making sentences that don't make any fucking sense but hey corella we'll watch it we'll talk we about it we'll make reviews for it let's get into our next trailer because it's the hardest button to button <laughs> It's a, that's a play on the song that played in the original trailer for Justice League from the White Stripes. The hottest button to button. Out in the dark, among the stars, the god is dead. I had a dream. Almost like a premonition. Think there's an attack coming. My lord, this world will fall. I need warriors. I'm building an alliance to defend ourselves. How do you know your team's strong enough? If you can't bring down the charging bull and don't wave the red cape at him. said the age of heroes will never come again. It will. It has to. Very different trailers, very different vibes that we get. Uh, Yeah. You and I watched the Justice League trailer, and then we watched the original justice league well, trailer the original and then and we then watched the, the side, side by side, side that and then we were like why did we waste all that time and in, in the end what you and i realized we're just like yeah same movie right it is different color palette like the way Zack snyder's looks better can we i talk, agree with that can we talk about why the trailer is in a three by four ratio Mm. Why is it square? Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Because this motherfucker here, me, I'm that motherfucker. I've owned a widescreen TV since like 2010. Where? So is that confirmed or something? I don't know why it's in that aspect ratio. I, I, I wouldn't. 
It would no, probably the film come out will normal. not be. The film will be in widescreen. Don't get me wrong. But why is the trailer in this aspect? I feel like you're. It could be a YouTube thing. Are and you hiding something from I, me? I don't understand that. What's, maybe. Well, maybe. I don't know. That's that's a possibility. What's in the other three inches? I'm not seeing. <laughs> hmm. It's Batman what just be? just chugging a bottle of of wine, and he's just like, "I'll get to it when I get to it." It's Keaton Batman. Martha. <laughs> Both their names are Martha. Can you believe it? Uh, <laughs> anyway. I like your black suit. Anyway. Matches mine. <laughs> I see you took styling from me. <laughs> Did you call Corella for that? <laughs> Who's your tailor? I took the liberty, sir. Anyway, um, but no, I... Watching this trailer, I was just like, a lot of the clips from this trailer are very much similar to the original trailer. We get that scene where Aquaman stabs his his trident, or actually, there's five prongs to it, so it's a it's 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 a septident, septident. Ooh, I, I what a word. Yeah, I don't even know if that's right. But anyway, he Can't stabs right. it into the ground. And, and now it's right tonight, though. And it's, it's right. It's, tonight. It's, it's, yeah, it's right right now. <laughs> It's wrong tomorrow. It's right right now. Uh, and he forms the water like around him and shit like that. We also get like Wonder Woman leaping through the air, catching the sword. That's all the same. We get a lot of the Steppenwolf. The, the most of the interesting things from the side by side is Steppenwolf looks very different now than he did before. He looks bigger. He's definitely like a larger imposing Sharper, figure. you know. Uh, <laughs> before he was more of like a man wearing like this like horned helmet type thing. Now it looks like it's all part of like an armor Sleeks. outfit that he's yeah. wearing. Um, well, a little, little more dangerous, a little sexier, a little bit more. I don't know. I think dangerous is what they dangerous, were going for, but sexy maybe. if 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 you want. Yeah, he's nine feet tall, Jay. It's a hell of a cock to take in your mouth. I'm just saying, <laughs> a lot of spikes on that armor too. Oof. It might be a might, might be a prickly BJ. I'm just saying, don't give that guy a toothy blowjob. Don't give him chip beef. No. <laughs> 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 he gonna be pissed. He's got that battle axe. He would be. <laughs> He'd be pissed. Um, but no, we. But what's different is we get to see. We get to see Dark Side, right? We 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 get to see. We get to see some characters next to Dark Side who we didn't see in the previous one. Like standing to uh, Apocalypse's left, our right side is Granny Goodness, who is another of the new gods. Uh, you know, which is interesting because that's not stuff that we saw in the original Justice League. Uh, you know, we get. To, it looks like we're gonna get a little bit more of like that Amazon. Amazonian war versus uh, apocalypse versus the new guy. Yeah, because I think in the first one, it, it was a little underwhelming for me. I, yeah, all I that didn't stuff like was the just, battle. I thought it was too lopsided. It, it, it didn't. It, it didn't. It felt very pointless. It was one of those things that's just like, here's a story point. This shit's happened before. Oh shit! No shit, huh? And it's like, yeah. And heroes came together and they beat them back. And I'm like, well, good for them. Yeah. So we, we got to do it again. We got to get heroes together. We got to beat them back. And it's like, yeah. Again. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking, fucking A. a. Do it. But like uh, one of the story things is like Superman dies and that's what makes Darkseid and the new gods uh, from Apocalypse go like, now it's time to take Earth. Now that a god has died. And it's like, well, Superman's like 30 something, right? Yeah. So like at any time between ancient Greece when you attacked previously mm. and now Darkseid could have returned to take this planet. Mm. But he waited until the moment that Superman was gone. And he goes, now. And it's like, why? And it's like. It's because Zack Snyder says so. Because I just got bored. Because <laughs> Darkseid's like, because I was bored. Yeah. Because I was bored. Bored. I want to do it now. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Look, the story is, what I'm saying is, the story is the same. 
We're not getting a well, new story. That is true. How it's being presented to us may be different. The editing is going to be different. It may be vastly better. From what I understand, we're going to understand a whole lot more about Cyborg than what we got in the original film, which okay. I'm excited for. I'm excited for. I love that character. I want to see more of him. I want to see more of the Flash and Iris because I feel like they, they got snubbed in, in the Justice League film. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't need they more. Did. I don't need more Batman. I feel like you know, bad no Batman. No more that. I understand. We got more action, more color correction, um, and this trailer wants to be sprinkled in Joker scene. Um, right. Well, we'll get to that. Know. But this this trailer wants to be crystal fucking clear with you that we've seen Superman take flight in Man of Steel wearing the wearing wearing the red and blues. Yeah, we're going to see him take flight here wearing the black and silver. Love it, and it's almost shot for shot. The same it thing is, from Man of Steel to this. Probably Zack Snyder may have even borrowed Sexy. it and then recolor coded it because Might he have. couldn't get Henry Cavill for long enough to refilm it. Maybe. But, <laughs> but I mean, so we're going to get black suit Superman. Like, we are going to be getting somewhat of a different movie. But the way I look at this, the way I'm looking at Justice League right now, after seeing this, this trailer, comparing it to the other trailer, seeing what we're getting, I know we're getting a longer version of it, is I look at this as Gus Van Zandt's psycho. <laughs> okay. Versus Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. One's better. All right. One's better. Fair enough. Maybe Zack Snyder's will be the better version. However, I, in this case, certainly knowing both, what I both not good movies. Certainly, but, what I know about Joss Whedon, especially given the whole sure. Buffy thing now, where everyone's yeah. like now standing with Ray Fisher, and all, I want you to apologize to Ray Fisher, Jay, because you've you've said he showed no showed you no proof, but now people are now coming to his coming to his back. Well, technically, it's still not proof. It's not proof. It's more, but it's more substantial evidence. This is true. Joss Whedon's a dick, apparently. Yeah, but his fault. You're for, just a like. I don't it, understand why people's does. lives have to be ended just because they're a dick. Who's that? He's a dick. His his life should be ended just for giving us Age of Ultron. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down because that's why I struggle. I'm like like so like like you know a lot of times you, you see these things it's like okay yeah you sound like a manipulative asshole but like all right all right so wh- why are you trying to destroy their life? You want to play devil's advocate? Let's play devil's place. advocate. Why should Gianna Carano's career be destroyed because she made some anti-Semitic tweets? She's a dick just as much as fucking he's a dick. Yeah, but we don't know exactly how he was a dick. They're not saying because everyone's waiting for their court. That's trial. my. I, Everyone's I don't waiting know, for their but civil like, this is the thing. They, it's just so vague. We're like, all right, all right. I'm like, I just We're talking about Justice more. League. Let's get off Sorry. Of this. Let's get off. I should have brought it up. All Jesus right. Christ. Stay on target. Stay on target. We're, we're both so heated about something we know so little about. <laughs> I know. That's just going to make us look worse and worse. Anyway. Make us worse. Uh, uh, no, but I mean, like, but that's that's the way I look at it. Gus Van Zandt's Psycho versus versus Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. One of them's going to be better than the other one. Neither one of them. Well, I mean, Psycho is a masterpiece. Don't get me wrong. But like in this way, I feel like we both lose. Like watching this, and I know, like, like I'm not a Zack Snyder fanboy. Like I like some Zack Snyder movies. Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead, Watchmen. He got me with those ones. Yeah. Other movies I don't love so much. I am looking forward to his new zombie movie mm. that's coming to Netflix. But like, I, I look at this and I go, okay, so same, same shit, different day, same story, longer format. Same, same, but different. 
but still same. Maybe more character development. But in the end, I don't see this as any different than Superman, uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice versus Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Extended Edition, which improves the film right, right. by a good fucking bit. But it also makes it three and a half hours long. And now this one's four. And still not as and still not a, a strong movie. Right. I think this one's just gonna be four hours long and it'll be okay. Yeah. Maybe a notch or two better. Yeah. But ultimately but we're talking about taking, it's still not gonna be a good movie. We're talking about taking a D plus movie and making it a C plus. Like right, is that at, what we're talking at, about? At best, at best. Now it's going to be released in theaters internationally, uh, but streaming services here in the United States. HBO and to be honest, that, that probably is going to be March 18th. What it's going to be, but March 18th um, it'll be out here. I really want to see Zack Snyder do something away from the green or blue screen. Like get yourself out of the fucking studio. But that's what he's built his career on. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, some of the zombies. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, his entire career has been done in front of a green screen. But I only like three hundred. But he's one of the best. I at, still haven't really. He is one of I the need best. A, at I need to rewatch Watchmen. Fuck that! I know you that. you like Watchmen? I know. I you know. Do. I know. Even even if it's the even if it's the half chub you get I from know. watching Patrick Wilson because I get it too. Don't I we? know? And I do. We do love Patrick mm. Wilson over I, here, and I do like seeing the big blue dick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> don't give that guy a toothy blowjob. You chip that. his beef, he'll be pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> vaporize you i saw him do it in vietnam he just blew people up that's a four-hander i have to have my feet and my both my hands <laughs> on a, it yeah. like you know it's like just, you're you got a free solo that dick. <laughs> 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 you got a free solo that dick anyway uh look uh, we're done we're done yeah three sheets to the wind with our drinking uh we're, we're so far i'm not gone. even drunk i'm just tired <laughs> But like after watching the 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 Justice League trailer, I wasn't like, man, I can't wait to see that movie. That's not the feeling I got watching it. I was just like, cool, I can't wait to compare this to something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the thing. Like you know, and I told you, I was like, I think I feel like I have to watch the first Justice League movie and compare it. And I think I have to because I really tried to take that movie out of my brain because I hated it. I feel like I have to like take a day where I'm like, I'm going to watch the three-hour Justice League movie, and then immediately after, I'm going to watch the four-hour Justice League movie. I, I <laughs> I'm going to watch them back to back. And I might actually fast forward. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, to be honest. I, I don't know. But it, it's it's um, it, it will be a struggle to sit through. In a way, I'm happy that Zack Snyder gets to do it. But it, it leads to. Nothing. But I'm doing it for you guys, the listeners, you yeah. know, because it will help me. Jay has no interest in this at whatsoever. I'm, I'm. Curious. No, I mean, I'm curious because I, I think the story. The trailer did not do much for me to get me excited. But, but it really, it, it, it's like this year's Super Bowl, where it's like, well, yeah. the story's kind of interesting. Tom Brady leaves. Like, one team goes to another team and and proves that he is the greatest of all time. Great story. Not a Tom Brady fan, but like the story. I'm not either. But the, you the story can't deny he's the greatest of all time. Right, you can't. But the and the story was interesting. It's it, it's like this: the story of Zack Snyder getting to this point to getting to do this is interesting. It's it's unprecedented. It's never I been know. done. And, and I just kind of want to watch it. Probably never will be, happen again before. Either. I just kind of want to watch it to be part of it. 
Yep. And yep. I'll review it and I'll probably hate it. We got to be much a as part I, of the conversation. Maybe not hate it, but uh, I'll, I'll have my issues with it, I'm sure. And guess what? Why not? What Why else not? are we going to do? All right. So Jay had to uh, go away because he knows fuck all about this next franchise. It's just gotten its reboot. James Wan stepping into the directing chair here. And this also is coming directly to HBO Max. So because Jay doesn't know jack shit about Mortal Kombat, with the exception of the early 90s film... And then, of course, he has a whole choreographed dance that goes along with it. It's you got you just got to see it. We'll have to put it up. We'll have to put the video up at some point. I had to bring in someone else who knows more about this franchise than Jay and probably even myself. So it's Duty from Shake and Not Nerd, otherwise known as Dame Duty Dench. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is my online persona in all of my video games. Yes, thank you for having me back on Super Movie Bros. It is my favorite podcast to listen to, Story Paul and Wayne. And um, it's always a pleasure jumping on the show, man. Ah, I'm so happy to have you. And of course, uh, you will probably be doing videos for Mortal Kombat at some point on your YouTube channel, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, you have to. You did. You, I you have, did the yes. review for uh, Mortal Kombat uh, after, Aftermath, right? Afterlife? Yeah, yeah. I did, a, I did a video review on the Aftermath DLC as well as uh, Mortal Kombat 11. So when the Ultimate Edition, so when it came out for like uh, the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, they did a little bit of a touch up for that. Uh, and they put all the DLC in one sort of, you know, game of the year bundle. So, yeah, I've, I've covered it a couple times now on the channel. All right. So, definitely, Duty will be dropping some lines for his own YouTube channel towards the <laughs> end. So, you can check it out because it is one of my favorite video game review shows. It's fucking funny uh, on top of being extremely, extremely informative. But what a, what a, one of the best points, anything on YouTube is it's brief. He doesn't take a long time review. It's not like some three-hour review of a game. It's it's about fifteen minutes maximum. So yeah, I, I like to to give you some information without exploding your head or or you know tiring you out. So yeah, you also don't give like a score at the end, which no, I, yeah. I actually I actually like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of one of those things, like, if it's a shit game, I'll just say, hey, look, man, I really didn't enjoy this. I'm, I'm not going to give it a score because my score will differ from your score. But, like, th- there's been a couple of games that I've gone, look, this this fucking sucks. And people have come back going, nah, man, you just didn't really understand the game. And I'm like, well, that's the whole reason I don't give a score because, you know, this is my thoughts on it. This isn't a, you know, I'm not working for, you know, a, a, you know, a big publishing house or something like that going, this is the official score of America. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you're not IGN? You're not just no, giving no, out 10s yeah, left I'm, and right? I'm not IGN, no. no. My pockets are empty. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. All right, so Mortal Kombat, I mean, just, just as a series, just just even like as, as a video game, I've been a fan, you know, since the original Sega Genesis version of it. You know, I mean, I, I had Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3, took a hiatus, but I got back into the Mortal Kombat, I guess, universe, you would say, playing games uh, when it was Mortal Kombat versus DC. I think, is that the first time yeah. Neverrealm took over? Yeah, that was, uh, that was you know, I think when Warner Brothers bought uh, the rights for Mortal Kombat. They bought Midway because um, it was previously done by Midway Entertainment. And um, yeah, they did. The, the fatalities, of course, for the Mortal Kombat characters, but then they did, like, the heroic brutalities and stuff like that, for, of course, for the heroes. Um, but you also couldn't have it too graphic or anything like that for the fatalities as no, well. No, no, that, uh, that was a rated T for teen game. But yeah. uh, I really enjoyed the mechanics, and I've been on the series ever since. Now, that, that series has since branched into two separate series now. There's the Injustice series, uh, which is made by NeverRealm, and it is all the DC characters, which, you know, I- I'm not saying that I want a 
a a live action film from that, but I would love DC Animated to pick up and do DC Animated stories that take place in that Injustice universe because oh yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty fun pretty fun story, pretty wacky fucking ride. And then of course there is the Mortal Kombat series, which is all the viscera that you can handle. In fact, at times. It's a little too much viscera, and I love to say this: it's the only fighting game where I stand a fucking chance at beating Duty in. Mm, you have, you have, <laughs> yeah. It's it's when the Mortal Kombat games come out, we we you know hit each other up on Xbox. Hey, let's play some Mortal Kombat. And it's, injustice, I can hold my own against you, fine. But when it comes to Mortal Kombat, I'm like, fuck, this dude's got me. <laughs> It's just it's just ingrained in me. I've been playing it ever since I was a kid. I even have a, a new Mortal Kombat cabinet that I just picked up. This mini cabinet yeah. uh, that I picked up from from Walmart.com. It's about you know it's it's pretty small. It's got like a three to four inch screen on it, um, but it's it's a ton of fun. And uh, so, needless to say, we're fans. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target had superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. Mortal Kombat. Get over here! You fucking beauty. So since we're fans, we're obviously interested in what this has going for it. You know, this this new Mortal Kombat film, which will be coming out, you know, not too long from now, April 16th, which I think is really late to be dropping a trailer for, but obviously with like the HBO Max that probably kind of like threw a you know, threw a wrench into gears uh, for this whole release schedule behind it. I'm not sure if this is if this is really what Simon Simon McQuaid wanted, or if this is what you know any of the cast and crew really wanted. And then, obviously, you know, the the big producer behind this is James Wan. So, I'm extremely excited just based on what we have seen here. Mm. You know, I I love the way this starts off, where we get to see McCod Brooks as Jax, which is like clearly a flashback scene i think uh with with uh the the entire sonia blades like i don't know whether they are special forces team hunting down this this rogue uh this rogue element that turns out to be sub-zero who interesting backstory i i don't i don't know how jacks lost his arms previously i know how he lost them in the other movies it was pretty dumb um i don't know he how he, he lost them lose him in the other movies because he had them over the top of his normal arms Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, he, he lost the fight. Yeah, and he ripped yeah. off the metal to reveal his arms, which is so stupid. Which is bad. Well, that that was that was Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation or whatever. Yeah, Annihilation. That's it. It was awful. Just just terrible. Uh, especially when Liu Kang turns into a giant dragon. Yep. I was like, wait, what? I I mean, I knew we had animalities, but. I thought we were trying to ground it in reality, but then I, I should have realized the whole movie I was watching. Once you have Sector and Cyrax showing up and they do, they're literally wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. 
like they are, yeah. And 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 like the was it the second movie starts right where the first movie ends, and it's like two of the original actors stay, and everyone else is a different actor. It's yeah. it's insane. <laughs> It's insane. But uh, so, but we find out that Jax loses his arms here by Sub-Zero freezing them and snapping them off. And if the red banner at the beginning of this trailer didn't tell you that it was rated R, well, you fucking know it now <laughs> because mm-hmm. that was graphic. Um, and then we get shots of of Scorpion, who's being played by Hiroki San- Sanada here. And uh, obviously, you know, you recognize him. He he played Silver Samurai in in the Wolverine, and you know he he's a character actor. He was even killed by Hawkeye in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah. So so he, he's a character actor. When you need a solid Japanese actor, you you pull him in because he's got he's got some solid fight choreography background to him. Um, one of my favorite films that he was in is The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. I think that's a that's a fantastic role for him. But here he is playing Scorpion or Hanzo Hasashi. Mm-hmm. And we we see flashbacks there as well because you're seeing his essentially his clan being wiped out by a clan of ninjas and he's fighting them off. But that seems like it's going to be a flashback because we know from playing the original games and e- even up to now, Scorpion's dead. I mean, he's yeah. he's always been dead. He's the undead. He, he's essentially the spirit of vengeance. It is it is vengeance that has caused him to rise and come back. And he has that dope ass finisher in the first game where he pulls off his his mask to reveal a skull, and he just spits fire at you and turns you into a skeleton. Yes, yeah, Scorpion's out of all the characters, I would say Scorpion's got the the probably one of the best storylines in regards to yeah, his clan gets killed off by the Lin Kuei, which is Sub Zero's faction. Um, but it was actually Quan Chi, an evil sorcerer, who sort of conspired against him because they wanted Scorpion to die. So then Scorpion would become Quan Chi's essential like assassin, hitman, you know, bodyguard, slave, if you will. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll send you back to Earth to, to go after uh, Bihan, the the Sub Zero in this film. Um, but you're my slave. Um, so yes, and the Sub Zero in this film is not the Sub Zero that we get in Mortal Kombat three or anything like that. He's not the maskless one, the one with the scar over the eye. This is the one that will go on to become Noob Cybot. Yes, this is the the more evil of the Sub Zero brothers. This is Bihan. So uh, this is an origin story. So if if you've played the first game, you know the story of the first game. It was that Outworld is, is the realm that gets to challenge another realm to a tournament, and they challenge Earth Realm to the tournament. Now if Outworld wins they get to take over earth realm and that's shang song's plan uh and they use this loophole which is a which is basically a tournament that was set up by i believe the elder gods for each of the realms to use against each other now the story for mortal kombat it is extremely hard to follow even when you're playing the video games it does take a wikipedia search or a mortal kombat explained in five to ten minutes or something like that to to, to really get it but this one's very very simple it seems like they're all being marked for the tournament and they have to defend earth realm against outworld in this tournament and that and, and that's it that's what it comes down to and it's very it's gonna be very easy to follow not not too hard uh but one of the cool things we do see is uh we see uh hanzo hasashi scorpion's resurrection we kind of see like him being reborn out of fire and he has that dope fight scene <laughs> with with uh with sub-zero and mm. you see some stuff that is directly from the video games now for me it was a little off hearing get over here not sound like the way i've always heard it in my head forever 
but the moves were all straight from the game. And I think that that was fantastic. You know, when he, when he throws the rope and he pulls him over with the get over here, you know, just, just the way he's, he's using the shuriken at the end of a rope as, as his weapon uh, is directly from the video game. But the way Sub-Zero is fighting is even more reminiscent of it. Cause he, as you said, in pre-roll, he puts up that wall of ice and kicks him in the back right through it. And that is one of his special moves in, I believe it's Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. And, and they've, they've, they've really got essentially as well now compared to the original Mortal Kombat movie that came out in the 90s. There's, they've got heaps of more sort of, you know, classic and iconic moves and stuff to pull from because like the first Mortal Kombat movie, like it just had Scorpion taking his, help, his mask off and breathing fire and this, like the spear alien thing coming out of his hands um, where now it's like, yeah, you've got the ice wall. Of course, you've got him making his weapons out of ice, which is what he does now in the um, current Mortal Kombat games. But also this sort of, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if when we watch this film, when it releases that they've got x-ray moves in there that someone gets hit so hard he goes into x-ray and you see the jaw break or you see a rib break or something like that absolutely and that you know you just reminded me of like one of the coolest moves not only does he make blades out of the ice he makes scorpion bleed freezes his blood turns it into a knife and then stabs him with his own blood yeah blade. that's that's pretty brutal <laughs> it's that that's that's me sitting there going this is why sub-zero is the best mortal Kombat character man he is the coolest like scorpion's cool don't get me wrong but sub-zero is the best oh yeah for sure those were always my two mains right like i knew all the moves for them in the like the original three games they were always they were always my guys to go to Mm. but we also get a new character here which is is something that that i find interesting right we we are getting cole young and who he is exactly i'm not sure he's not a character from the games but basically from looking around i'm seeing that a lot of people believe that he will wind up being some sort of ancestor, some sort, some sort of relative of Scorpion, who would be used as some sort of constant or conduit to allow Scorpion to return. And I think a lot of people are just getting that from the fact that not only does he have a birthmark uh, from Outworld with the with the Mortal Kombat dragon on it, but the fact that like when he's when he's suiting up or or when he's getting ready to fight, his his gauntlets, his his wrappings are bright yellow. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see why people are jumping to that. Train of train of thought or, or processing, um, but I think like we've already had characters that were similar to uh, Scorpion in the past as well. There was the female sort of style Scorpion. I think it was Tanya. Tanya was her name, I think. Um, and then they had Frost, which was the female Sub Zero as well. So we've always had sort of different versions of those characters. Yeah, absolutely. And we uh, we also get a scene where it looks like Cole is is having a fight in a cage uh sort of like a cage fight and a lot of people are saying that the person he's going up against is cabal who is also in the in this film as well you can see him on imdb Mm -hmm. we we get the history lesson kind of like the story of of the tournaments and what we what we see there is it's possibly possible that he may be a descendant of one of the original winners of this tournament that was done years ago. I, I think that's a that's probably a more likely option for it as well. Um, I'm wondering is if this is this surely wouldn't be the first instance of Mortal Kombat because like both Liu Kang and Kung Lao look 
somewhat experienced in the in the mystical nature of Mortal Kombat. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't assume it's it's their first rodeo, but definitely it wouldn't surprise me that if Cole Young's character is some form of descendant of somewhere or something. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the one of the cool things that like a lot of people don't know about like the video games is like we see people with these amazing powers, right? Like like we see Sonya who's able to like shoot these shock waves. Uh, we see that we see that Johnny Cage is able to throw uh, essentially I, I'm not sure what it is like like a like, like a- an air bolt like a, like a force bolt from his hands like he moves his hand so fast that it throws it throws kind of like a ball of energy yeah um and then we get Liu kang's fire powers in the game this is actually explained because when the when the over god the basically the big god that created the the elder gods that created the lesser gods like raiden um they, he was killed and they chopped his body up and they threw it into the different realms and the pieces of those of, of the body essentially became these other people descendants of these people descendants upon descendants upon descendants and that's why they carry essentially special blood that allows them to do these powers and uh Liu kang just doesn't throw fireballs here we see him summon a full-on fire fucking dragon yeah, towards the end of the cool. trailer yeah I, I love that sort of you know fire goes around him he slams the ground and then a fire dragon comes out i'm like that is how you do Liu kang as a dragon like you call it like him summoning it from the ground yeah yeah not not him turning into a terrible cgi version of a of a dragon that is is kind of like a fat dragon like it should have laid yeah. off the mayonnaise that dragon that yeah. he turns into <laughs> whole egg mayonnaise uh- uh, and Liu Kang is going to be played by Ludi Lin, who was in the 2017 Power Rangers movie, which was pretty well received. I actually liked it quite a bit. I loved it for its uh, for its cheese. It wasn't afraid to, to go there, but I, I I still would have probably preferred just like a regular Power Rangers movie, not like this this reboot, not like this this uh, how do I put it like the TMNT of, of yeah, reboots, it, like it the Michael Bay type. That. Yeah, it was it. Was- I, I watched that Power Rangers movie, and look, the OG Power Rangers movie from the 90s is so much better with Ivan Ooze. You, you just can't go past that one. And then, of course, one of my favorite shots that we get is we get Melina, who is Sissy Stringer. She's actually a new actress, um, but she has this, this you know, she she's licking the side. She's licking the blood from the side, which is directly from, I believe it's Mortal Kombat 10's trailer with you know one of the cinematic cutscenes, and that's one of the things that goes into probably what's going to make this uh really great as far as like the fight scenes go is when they did the first mortal Kombat, they were dealing with 16 bit essentially for for the moves this time around it's far more cinematic in the games so you essentially have your storyboards for your fight scenes right there just play the game there's your storyboard for a fight scene you know the moves you know what they look like and you, you can get a sense for how to film them as well to make them look visceral because we've seen them look visceral in the games. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Yeah, because, of course, with gaming, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. We've got, you know, like like you said you know, previously, the ice wall that Sub-Zero makes that he kicks him through. We've got um, this one shot in the trailer of what appears to be, you know, just before Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight and sort of Scorpion is surrounded by a flame tornado. Um, and that's one of his entrance sort of cinematics you can pick when you play the Mortal Kombat. 11 game is he can sort of be summoned in this flaming tornado and he appears out of the middle of it and that's sort of looks like what they're going to do with it um so it's it's, it's yeah. going to be real interesting and real cool sort of with all the the source material they can now pull from with these new games and then putting it into into this movie the only thing is i want to hear the soundtrack for this film i, I want to know is it going to be you know 
just generic crap? Is it going well, to try and do like? Well, a- they teased us, right? They teased us a little with bit. the Mortal Kombat because when that that scene where 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 Scorpion yells "Get over here!" and he pulls Scorpion to him, I'm sorry, when he pulls Sub Zero to him, we get the dun dun. And it's like it almost went into to that dance song the Immortals, from 1995, yeah. and and I was really remiss. I wanted the logo to show up, and I wanted to hear that. Oh, I didn't get it, red. I but I wanted to see it. I wanted to hear it. I wanted it to be there because I just wanted to be like, we're still here for you, buddy. You, mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean? I think I, th- I think that'll be like the credits of the film. Like the Mortal Kombat logo will come up. It'll be on fire, and then you'll get the Mortal Kombat. And then people just lose their fucking shit. And then, of course, we see Kano uh, towards the end of the trailer. Yes. And he's fighting a lizard man creature, possibly reptile, possibly. I was thinking. Yeah, possibly. There's, there's plenty of lizard man creatures in the Mortal Kombat universe, though. So we're, we're not quite sure there. But obviously, just to tell you that it's that it's going to be rated R, mm-hmm. he says, you, you fucking beauty. And I was like, well... This movie's rated R because you put an Australian in it. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting as well with this this um the styling of Kano they're going with. It's yeah, he's got sort of scarring over his right eye, but it's not that sort of traditional Kano look with that look like, you know, Phantom of the Opera metal plate. It's like he has a robotic eye no, in yeah. his eye. A bit but like he does Thor. have a he, he does have the laser eye. We see him using yeah, it. We see so him using it. Yeah. I'm wondering as well whether yeah. he's going to be a for some reason, watching the trailer, I got this vibe that Kano is on the good guy's side. And I'm sitting there going, eh, no. Well, I, he could possibly be part of, of Sonya's special forces, but then still turn coat at some point. Oh, yeah, true, which would, yeah. Which would still fit with that story, uh, which is which is pretty much what his story was. I mean, I, I believe he was an international arms dealer um, and kind of like a, a gun for hire for, for ne'er-do-wells and... Sonya has always been hunting him, um, and then he was he was enlisted by Shang Tsung, and that's the game story. But you could easily do you could easily do him as part of the team because he is from Earth Realm, right? Like he should be fighting for Earth. Yeah, Realm he's Australian until <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until until he is essentially asked uh, by Shang Tsung and probably promised you know some some plot of land or some kingdom or fight them in the new Outworld version of of Earth Realm and. It, I'm sure he would turn coat, but it, it, that's just what it comes down to. Since he's Australian, how long into the runtime before we get a cunt? Do you think he'll say cunt? Oh, uh, we we gotta we gotta <laughs> drop a cunt in there. You know, that's if you're all yeah, that's just how we roll. And look, if 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 some someone out there is listening, going, that's a pretty that's a pretty offensive word. We in Australia say that a lot, and we can say <laughs> yeah. it in a positive tone or in a negative tone. And you can tell when it's a positive tone because if 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 you know you Steve, random guy listening, buy me a beer, I'd go yeah, cheese count, and that would be like oh yeah, yeah thanks man. And rather than it's like, but if you if you fucking if you hold on to that word count for a bit too long, that's an evil one. Yeah, exactly. That's how you, know, you do me, it. Me and Jay have talked about in the show. It's it's one of our favorite curse words, and it's only come out of our long-winded conversations with many Australian men. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a lot of Australian friends, and and cunt used to be one of those things that like we almost never said. And now it's it's to the point where like I I see Jay, and I'll be like, hey man, can you get a beer? He'll be like, yeah, yeah. Here's your beer. I'll be like, cheers, cunt face. Yeah, <laughs> I always call him cunt face. I don't know why. Cheers, cunt face. Yeah, thanks. Nah, he's, he's got he's got to say cheese cunt. You got you got to say the cunt so quick. He's like, wait, what? That's how you got to do it. <laughs> nah, he doesn't bat an eye at the word anymore. Uh, uh, but before we get out of here, man, Goro uh, with the with the practical effects from from the '95 film, ooh, or Goro here, Goro CGI, here. All, Goro, Goro here. here. Yeah, apparently, it, apparently it there's a scene in the '90. Yeah, it's '95. I think that film was where. Um, uh, the the kickboxer guy goes up against Goro and he actually hits the puppet and you can hear apparently hear one of the guys in the background going, "Don't actually hit it." 
That's very fragile. We spent half our yeah. budget on that. Why do you think we got such shitty actors? Because <laughs> that thing, this movie for for Mortal Kombat uh, twenty one would have been could have been my chance to be do what Jay did for for Creed two. They put out a casting call Australia wide, going, look, if you're fit, come be an extra in the Mortal Kombat film. Like, just come hang out. You'll be in the background. We're asking anyone, everyone and anyone who's into fitness or has abs or whatever, just come and do it. And I'm like, ah, it's in the next state. I can't be fucked driving. And for, for you people who don't know, dude, he's juiced. He's jacked. No, I don't he, takes, he, he takes those testosterone supplements. So he- yeah, Jacks ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> he can fuck for days, but he can bench press 290. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, if you yeah. take Nugenics, I mean, that's that 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 that's what all the uh, all the testosterone uh, commercials like tell us here in America. Where they're like, hey, you gotta you gotta try like Nugenics. It's a testosterone supplement, and it'll you know make you make you super strong, give you a massive head and tiny fuck fucking testicles. <laughs> well, it's not it's not steroids. It's just testosterone. So really, what it's going to do is it will help you increase muscle mass, like you're a teenager. But it'll also, if you're already a hairy person, you're gonna wind up just looking like a chia pet, Robin Williams. <laughs> style like by the time you're done taking it <laughs> oh dude dude i'm already hairy as is it's i don't need that yeah shit. yeah yeah I'm, I'm hairy as fuck i had to get a bidet because i couldn't wipe my ass because it's so fucking hairy <laughs> it's a bear in the net it's basically what it is <laughs> all right so that does it for our mortal combat discussion look i am extremely excited for this i believe it was on my top five list for most anticipated films of 2020 i was pretty remiss when it didn't get its release in 2020 happy that i'm going to get to watch it in the comfort of my own home mm-hmm. so no one looks at me too weird when i jump up and fucking cheer at cool shit that happens which i'm going to do whether i was in the theater or at home I'm going to fucking cheer. And uh, I, I absolutely love the Mortal Kombat universe. I have a ton of fun with it. So I'm, I'm hoping that they've taken that that level of fun that they that they insert into the games, you know, and, and they're bringing it here. And from what I can tell, it's bloody and it's visceral and it's not going to shy away from from the hardcore gore and violence that the video games lean into. Like the video games go so far into the gore that it's comedic. That it's it's yeah. fucking there's there's a move that I could do with Scorpion where I stab two shurigans into people's eyes and then smash their face into the ground and you watch the shurigans in X ray go mm-hmm. deeper into into your victim's skull and then they get up and they keep fighting you. <laughs> but that's that's a, that's the thing when you do those X ray moves in the games like you're fucking dead. I've cracked your ribs four times and I've bent your arm backwards. You're not using that arm, but, but no, you know they're fine. But they're, they're- oh, I love the ones that are kicks to the head and you see like the jaw dislocate and the skull fracture and the neck break. And then, like the, the the person goes flying across the screen, and then mm-hmm. that character gets back up and keeps coming. You're just like, "Fuck, <laughs> the Walking Dead, what's going on?" I think we are as well. We're getting a uh, we're getting a Marvel actor in this uh, Mortal Kombat movie as well as Lord Raiden. That is. Uh, one of the Warriors three from it's Hogan from Thor. Yes, yeah. Uh, we're, we're getting some. We're getting some people of. I'm not going to say like renowned, but of of reco- uh, of recognizability. Yeah, right? going, like, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I've seen him from things. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen that fucker. I've seen that guy before. But you know, we there are some people that we didn't get to see in the trailer that are that are listed here. Like uh, like I said, Cabal got like a very a very minor part in it. Mel Johnson. I don't know who she's playing. Her name's not listed. On IMDb, however, if Sissy Stringer is playing Melina and they're not showing Mel Johnson, my guess is that that's going to be Katana. Apparently, Chris Kamasa is going to be in this new Mortal Kombat film 
and he played Scorpion in the original film. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, and then of course you know we got Chin Han playing Shang Tsung. He's recognizable as well. So I mean, it's not like star studded, but. The nice part is Christopher Lambert is not playing Raiden, right? We don't have a white oh, dude playing God. Raiden. <laughs> That's so bad. I will say Raiden I, I, looks fantastic in this film. That one shot of him, like, looks like he's standing in a forest and he's like, he's he's forming himself out of lightning and stuff like that as he's teleported in. I'm like, oh fuck, that looks good. It does. It does look good, and that that looks like that's gonna be one of the scenes where he possibly goes and talks to the elder gods. Like, uh, so uh, expect expect sequels to this, and expect them to get fucking wacky right alongside oh, yeah. of this. But don't right turn down the violence. This. It might be like, oh, a lot of kids want to watch Mortal Kombat. Cool, they can wait until they're 18. This movie isn't going anywhere. Right. Like like James Wan. Uh, you know, known for known for the, his Fast and Furious, you know, d- directing now. Um, my guess is that just like Fast and Furious will eventually go to space, this will get to the point where you're fighting Kronos and resetting time. <laughs> oh, that yeah, no, that's that's too much of a leap. I, I think you got to get you got to get um, uh, not Shang Chi, fucking uh, Quan Chi, and you got to get Shinnok. You got to get those two by, guys in for the next one. By movie nine, you you will you will buy into that they are fighting Chronos uh, and resetting time. You'll buy into it. Trust oh, me. Jeez, that's a long franchise. <laughs> by movie nine. Oh, we got we got to get Shao, Shao Kahn. You got to get Shao Kahn. He's got to be he's got to be the Thanos level threat because Shao Kahn's a big. Oh, motherfucker. that's that's the, that's the mid credit scene, baby. <laughs> Just Shao Kahn picking up a hammer. I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I mean I think I think you can color us excited. I think this oh, yeah. trailer did everything right for for what this uh, what this future franchise what this what this first movie is going to be. The only thing that I worry about is without a box office draw with it coming to HBO Max here in the states, is that is that going to be enough for for Warner Brothers to greenlight a sequel to it? I think I think it'll be fun. Yeah, you know, because even movies that that make their money back, they they don't always go in for a sequel for. Uh, and this time around, that's that's just about what they're probably if if they're lucky, get their money back. They're probably going to take a loss on this. It, the effects look good. I, I don't think they'll take a loss on it necessarily that much because, like you said, when you look at the actors list, there's there's not a massive, there's no you know big draw card. There's no you know Ryan Reynolds or something like that. Um, they filmed it. In Australia, in South Australia, so that's fucking cheap. Um, and they filmed it with a lot of Australian actors as well. So the Sonya Blade is an Australian actor f- who was in the Meg for all of you know five or ten minutes. Um, yeah, and most of the Australian actors worked for for beers. So yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> just, we ask for coffee, we get beer. That's just how it works here. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it'll beer? I don't think it'll lose money. I think it'll gain money because it have a low production. Uh, cost. I'll just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Beer. Coffee. Beer. C O B A. I was watching that episode today too. <laughs> you know the uh, inside of a kangaroo's pouch is far more mucusy than they than they show on cartoons. <laughs> oh, see, it sticks for yeah. There's a lot more mucus. <laughs> Such a good episode. Uh, that's one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. My, my obsession with Australia started there because I was like, wait a minute. They don't have frogs in Australia? Wow. Didn't know that. Come to find out that all everything they said in the Simpsons uh, episode is completely untrue. Your toilets go the same direction that ours do, and that pissed me off. I don't, I don't <laughs> think toilets go in the same direction. They just go down. Like I've 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 studied the water splash, uh, the Coriolis effect. Yeah, I'm like Dexter. Instead of blood splatter, I'm toilet splatter, and it just goes down. <laughs> 
water will always take the uh, path of least resistance. So, uh, Duty, before you get out of here, man, why don't you tell everybody where they can check you out? Uh, of course, I am uh, the creator and somewhat uh, entertainer on Shake and Not Nerd uh, and on Shake and Not Noob as well. That's on the same channel. Uh, but I also have a YouTube channel called Duty. It's just D U D I, uh, where I every week I drop a new video review of what I'm playing or what's coming out. So I've recently done the new Mario game for Nintendo Switch with Mario 3D Land. I've done Hitman 3, I've done Little Nightmares 2, and I'm actually going back, of course, because I keep going back and taking a look at old games and then forgetting to finish that series of games, but I'm now going back and taking a look at Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Um, So as we speak, I'm writing my script for that. Not now, but as the time you are hearing this, I'm writing my script for it. Awesome. So make sure that you get out there and you check out Duty uh, on Shaking Not Nerd and on his YouTube channel, which is D-U-D-I. All right. So that's going to do it for Superman Brothers this week. If you want to respond to anything that we said during this episode... <laughs> You can respond to us on social media. I am on Twitter at SuperMoviePod, and you can also catch me on Instagram, SMBDave, over there. I am on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast, and also Twitter, J underscore SMB, and Instagram, Super Movie Bros. And then, of course, if you want to catch any of the pre-roll content that me and Jay do, or the exclusive top fives, or any of the exclusive content that we put up over on our Patreon page, then you want to head over to Patreon.com slash Podcast. There, for just $1, you can get all the additional content that we put up over there. Then, of course, we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio podcasting network. So make sure that you head over to ageofradio.org slash Bros. There, you can get all of our most recent episodes that will be there handily for you in a nice little web player. Mm-hmm. Or you can check out any of the other shows that are part of the Age of Radio podcasting network. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.